What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Real Game with Crit. And your main man, Chen, of course. Yes, sir. This is another night. Kizzy, nightcap number three. Uno, dos, tres. Tria down. Tria down. Ooh, that Jamaican, <laughs> boy. Absolutely. How you doing Absolutely. today, brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Today's been a long day, just you know, with a lot of stuff on the agenda. So been running around a little bit. Um, but overall, I'm good. I can't complain. Nightcap, you can't complain on a nightcap. No, of course not. Of course not. You know, you know what I'm saying? No, nobody can complain on a nightcap. So of course not. It's nightcap edition. Everybody sit back, enjoy themselves with, with, with whatever's in your nightcap. Whatever's in your nightcap. You know what I'm saying? And or your little and, nightcap. Make sure you got your night. You got listen, if you go listen to the nightcap, you gotta have a nightcap. <laughs> it's, it's 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 mandatory. You have to because that's only gonna make the nightcap hit, you know, better. So be in the same in the same, you know what I'm saying, lane that we in. Yes, sir. We're in a good lane right now. Cause great, we, we feeling good. So great. Go ahead and just if 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 you don't have a reason to have, if you didn't have a reason or an excuse to have a drink today or a nightcap rather, let this be your reason. Exactly. You know if you don't indulge in that stuff, get you a glass of water. There you go. Take little shots of it. Pow, pow. Knock them back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm a little. A little sore, man. I went to the gym earlier, you know, to play it, man. Them, niggas, them dudes some hacks, man. Five on oh, five, man. Yeah, five on five. Yeah, first first time I played five on five since uh, last summer, so it's been a while. Wow. But uh, it was it was good, man. I got uh able to go up and get up and down a few games. Uh, outside of the falling and a little bit of complaining from guys, from guys, but besides that, man, you know, I was satisfied. I got some new shoes today, so finally uh, retired the uh, Kyrie Hyperes that I've been hooping. They have forgotten knows how long, and uh, finally uh, got some new shoes. So um, it's a good what day. What you got over there? What you got? What you hooping at now? So uh, I okay, I have a confession. And I was little. I was not a big LeBron James fan when I was younger. I should say I'm not a big LeBron James fan. So I swear I would never get a pair of his shoes because I just didn't like them. Yeah. And I go to the store today, um, and then they only had like three size 14s. So one was the uh, the Giannis. The Greek, the Greek freak issues, the freak mm-hmm. too. But I didn't really like those. I didn't like the color on them. I just like the way they, they, they felt okay. It just, I didn't like the color and there's a little iffy on them. But then uh, they have some LeBron. So apparently this line is like not the LeBron official one. It's like mm-hmm. another one. So it's a, the witness line or whatever. Mm-hmm, whatever. It was cheaper, I guess, than the, uh, well, it was cheaper than the regular LeBrons. But anyway, they fit good. They look good. So I was like, you know what? Let's rock with it. Why not? Yeah. You know, they, they felt pretty good today too, uh, surprisingly. And uh, yeah, so I was I was I was satisfied with them. They were uh, all white, but you know, ready to go. I think I think what really drew me to to them is that um, so I wear a size fourteen, full transparency. Right, right. But <laughs> on my feet, they didn't look like a size fourteen. They look just like a regular pair of shoes. Right. I think that is what drew me to them the most was that they just looked like a regular pair of shoes. They didn't even look like you know boats or whatever uh, most of my shoes normally look. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm you know. Good and they're ready to go. Hey man, that's all you need is a good a good pair. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be the most expensive pair. It doesn't have to be the most popular pair. As long as you got a good pair, you know what I mean. That look, you know that yeah. that that look guide right on the court. Hey, that's all that matters. A hooper gonna hoop. 
Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, shit. I didn't see dudes who were way worse than that. So <laughs> super facts. Yeah, way worse than that. So but that's what's up though. Glad you was able to get that run in, man. I, I wish I was able to pull up. Yeah, man. We, we wish you was able to get in there, man. It was hoping. I was trying to make it work for you, but I know a busy day. I know. Next next week though. Next week. Let's get it. All right, man. Let's uh Oh, well, we you already said what's in your, in your nightcap. You got to tell us what's in your nightcap. Mm, yeah, my nightcap kind of stiff. Uh, <laughs> I'm still on the Martel wave, but this time I I forgot to pick up the chases, so I'm I'm real I'm I'm on ice tonight. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm Martel on ice, and uh, you know I'm I'm gonna take my time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take my time. But uh, but yeah, that's what I got going on over here. What what you dealing with? So I had to go old faithful again. I had to go with the uh the Duce and the uh, mango lemonade. Yeah. So I was gonna get some uh some uh 1738 store, but they didn't have any. I went to two stores, they both sold out. So I guess you know y'all get y'all money and just buy <laughs> for the liquor. <laughs> y'all get that little stimulus check about all the liquor and chicken and Jordans. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Stevie working. Stevie doing good. Ain't nobody working. I don't even know how y'all still living off that Stevie man. I made it work. Now y'all, now to them PPP loans, man. Listen, keep messing around with them PPP loans. Y'all gonna be in jail. You gonna end up in prison. That's what you gonna end up at. Straight up. You gonna leave them alone. Keep playing around. Keep playing around. You better leave them alone. Real talk. That's being real. But uh, but yeah, man. You know, you know how it is. People get some extra cash. They want to spend it in places they they not really able to on occasion. So yeah, uh, yeah, the the liquor is, is, is a drought. It's a drought. It <laughs> is a drought. It was a drought, man. But Detroit, man, last summer they said that you can't find no 1942 or nothing. It was just uh, it's bad out there for them. But yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, well, all right, man. Let's get into it. You ready? Uh, so start Bro. with the. Uh, Start with the NBA. So as uh, you know, college basketball is over with. Now the NBA season is starting to uh, to ramp up a bit. Uh, you know, towards the end of the season is coming towards a whole day. Probably about like, 20 games or so left. Right. Maybe a little bit less than that for most teams. Uh, so, you know, teams are starting to, playoff teams, I should say, are starting to get in the form. Some teams are starting to, you know, get in shape. If you are a contender or a team fighting for a playoff bid, you know, these last few games are are very vital to your to the you know the short future of your team I should say whether you're gonna be in the playoffs or not. So um I guess man just I guess over the past few weeks you know if you've had to pay attention what's really stuck out to you you know who are teams that you think are starting to separate themselves in the league and whatnot. Yeah you know a team that's uh surprising me on the East Coast or not surprising me but that's actually starting to solidify themselves as a top four team uh Miami the Heat um, you know, they're climbing back up that ladder. Obviously, with Victor Oladipo being added to the mix, even though uh, I think he got uh, banged up just a little bit. But um, Miami is finding their groove right now. They're they're hot. They are clicking at the right time. Um, and they're sitting at number four right now. And it looks like they're going to keep, you know, continue to stay, stay afloat and uh, hold on to that number four spot. They got all their stars playing phenomenal right now so really impressed um out west man big blow for uh man i hate to even like talk about it but 
because you you know injuries are part of the game clearly but you know you still just hate to see it come come about but uh jamal murray man denver nuggets took a big blow um i i saw they had their eye on austin rivers i don't know if they pulled the trigger just yet but um you know that's gonna hurt their chances what's that ain't the same though no not at all and that's what i'm saying you know going deep into the playoffs they might they might find themselves at the same in the same situation where they're almost there but just can't get over that that last final hump. Um, but uh, you know the West is looking really good. Phoenix is still doing their thing. Um, you know they're still trying to trying to keep uh, keep a lock on the top one through three seed. Um, but LA man, what what's what, what's Brown and them gonna do when when they get back? I don't know, man. That's a very good question. They weren't looking too well. You know, AD hadn't been playing that well. He hadn't played in a couple months, so you know, that was rough for him. And uh, Brian kind of went down. So they, I mean, they've been okay since you know Brian went out and you not know, 80s out too. But they said 80 is set to return this weekend. He's available this weekend, so we should see him this weekend or sometime next week, hopefully, to get him back in shape, man. Because they, if they're gonna make another championship run, right now they sit fifth in the fifth in the West right now. They're thirty four and twenty one. So, if they are going to make a playoff run, they need AD and not playoff run. Uh, you know, a run to another championship. AD's gonna have to step it up and play at the level he did last year, and he wasn't doing that prior to injury. So, he you know he really gonna have to step his game up. And those other guys too, man. You know they added shooter in the offseason. They added. Montrez Mar- Hill in the offseason. No, those guys are going to have to come up and make do. You know, they signed them and they said, you know what? Harold left. He was sixth man last year. He left uh, He left the Clippers and he said, you know, I'm going to take my chance in LA with the with other side of LA with the Lakers. And so, you know, hopefully it works out. You know, you got uh, THT over there who's been giving them good minutes. And of course, the X Factor, who we don't know what we're going to get from half the time, Kyle Guzman. You never yeah. know which, which Kuzma is going to show up. So, um, if you had to ask me right now, I I had to see before. I think they can make it to the finals, but in order for the championship, AD has a, has a, has a, you know has a turn turn back the clock. Not turn back the clock, but has just get bring back what he did last year. Basically, I'm just looking at them now. I think they can make it out the West still. I, you know, looking at the West, Clippers can't really buy stock into the Clippers, and like you just mentioned, Jamal Murray's out with an injury now, so you can't buy too much into that. And the right. Suns, as good as they are, they're they're. I mean, they're number two in the West at thirty-nine to fifteen. But they're very young. I mean, you know, they also had a Chris Paul. They have a very young team, but they have much experience, not much playoff experience. So you know, what can you expect from them? And then Utah, they are forty-one and fourteen. But we've seen teams that that have come out blazing and got the number one seed and playing out in the playoffs. So until they prove it, you know, we we can't really go. So you know, until someone knocks the Lakers off, they are a team to beat in the West. But uh, right now. I would have to go to the Lakers still, even with LeBron and ADL. Yeah, I, 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 I don't blame you, man. You, you, everything you said was was definitely on point. Um, it, it is going to be interesting to see how Phoenix, you know, um, plays down the stretch. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot of talent, but like you said, playing in the series, man, is, is totally different. You know what I mean? Especially when you're playing up against. Um, or not necessarily playing up against your, you know, a specific opponent, uh, but just the simple fact that you have to have a lot, you know, a good amount of veterans on the team that have been through the the grit and grind of a playoff series. 
Um, aside from Chris Paul, yeah, who else on that team? And James, uh, you know, and Crowder. Uh, who else has, you know what I'm saying, the experience over there in the playoffs? Um, you know, so it'll be interesting, but um, they do have, uh, you know, a lot of scores, so they'll be able to score with the best of them. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. No, no doubt there. No doubt there. All right, uh, Dimitri, I want to ask you this. It seems like, uh, you know, teams are, it's a new era, right? So, you know, teams are, players are joining up on teams to kind of stack the deck and wait for a championship. You got teams like Brooklyn with, with uh, KD and Kyrie, James Harden, Blake Griffin, and Marcus Aldridge, who just retired today. We'll get to that in a bit, but. Right. You know, and they were on national TV last night and they were playing the, the 76ers and I think everyone sat out, but Kyrie. Yeah. And then you look at the Clippers game, you know, they, 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 they play in Detroit and they just said, you know, Kawhi, Paul George, <laughs> they just said, forget it. <laughs> so, I mean, do you have a problem with this? Do you, do you think the NBA has a problem? Like how much it, we've already seen it before the low management, but how much do you think it will affect them even more going forward and, is it a problem the NBA needs to fix? I'll say this. I prefer the players to sit out, you know, regular season, whether they're hurt or not, the way they have been, as opposed to them doing it in the playoffs, which, I mean, clearly they wouldn't do that in the playoffs, right? Because they have a lot on the line at that point and they're trying to win the trophy, you know, all that good stuff. So I totally understand why they wouldn't. But, um, I mean, but here's the thing. It's like, who's to say if a player could really play or not? You know, you don't know a person's body more than they do. So, you know, you don't you really don't know how they're feeling or or if they feel like, you know, it, it'll be a uh, a risk going out on a on a back to back or whatever the case may be. Um, so you're right. It, it's a very great question that you pose and that I'm sure everybody has posed the question uh, in a sense, because. Yeah, you have fans that are paying like good bread, you know, especially now because the yeah. seating is limited. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. So, you know, I guarantee you. And see, here's the funny thing. The NBA probably already knows like maybe a day in advance who's going to really play and who's not, even though, you know, some people say doubtful or questionable or whatever. But they'll never announce it. Because they know how much money they'll lose if fans know for a hundred percent fact that their favorite player that was on the fence due to an injury mm-hmm. is actually not going to play. So, from a business standpoint, you hate to see it because you know it's not giving the fans what they pay for. However, you know from a player standpoint, it's it's almost like okay. I got to have some say-so in, in how I handle my uh, my career and, you know, how I treat my body. So, yeah, it's a toss-up, man. No, it is a toss-up, and it's, it's definitely a tough situation to deal with. Um, like you said, if you're a fan and paying your money, you want to go see Brooklyn with KD and James Harden. You know, you don't, you don't want – you don't want to – you just pay all this money for these tickets because you know they inflate the prices when the guy's not playing. So they right. inflate the prices. I pay all this money to take my son and I can't play – you know, right. but at the same token, I mean, these players, they don't care about that. You know, they're, they're more concerned with taking care of their bodies and getting ready for playoff run. So I understand. And you know what? Playing 82 games is a lot, which I think that's why the NBA should shorten the season. And and, and maybe if they shorten it and keep it at 72 now and, and stretch it out, because 
this season, I can somewhat understand it because guys are playing so much. They're playing back-to-back. They're playing three games and four nights. Like, they're playing a lot this season, so they need the rest. They don't get time to really practice. So, in this season, I can understand. But going forward, I think that if they were to, to shorten the season or stretch it out, it, it may would alleviate some of the guys not sitting out, you know, every night and not doing a load management because – like the other night you had a national TV game with the Nets and the 76ers and all those guys are sitting out. So it's like, it's also hurting your product. You know, this is on national TV. You want everyone to, to see um, your product. You want everyone to see the NBA. You want to see the stars and the stars are on, on, on the bench and street clothes. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's tough. You know, that's really tough for you the NBA. So I think they're going to have to find a way around it. If they really want to change it, they're going to find a way around the rule and, and, and get guys to play. Um, and they kind of try to limit low management, but they're going to have to do something significant to really limit that, man. But it starts with shortening, shortening the season. You can't expect the yeah. guy to go out there and play 82 games anymore. It's just, it's just, it's, it's not realistic. It was back then, you know, guys used to grind it out and do that, but it's a new era, you know, they're not, guys aren't doing it no more. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. So Adam Silver, yo, you got a decision to make, man. What you yeah. going to do? Cause the whole world is watching because this is this situation is only going to get worse. Yeah. You know, when it first started, we were like, well, what the hell? You know, this is different. Not used to seeing this. Then as years went by, more people started doing it, you know, players, notable players. Then it became a, a situation where it was more than just one day. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it's only going to get worse before it gets better unless there's a plan in place. And Silver is able to carry it out. But, uh, yeah, ball is in your court, Silver. Roll it out. All right. Um, so, earlier today, we found out that LaMarcus Aldridge was going to retire. Man. Um, just abruptly, out of the blue, you know. He's like, it was really, really weird. And then uh, the news broke shortly after that. Uh, he said he suffered a irregular heartbeat a few nights ago. And he went to the hospital. And it's something he's really uncomfortable. And it's something that you know, probably scared him. And, you know, it's like, are you playing a tough game like that? You, you know, you, you got to be a tip top shape to be able to go and play in the NBA every night, run up and down. Oh, the floor. Yeah. You know, he's a big man too. So he's banging, you know, he's putting more, you know, stress on his heart and more, exerting more energy. And so he just, you know, after 15 years, man, decided, you know, call it a season and call it a career, I should say. And I don't, I can't blame him. The man has over a hundred million in his bank account. You know, he's going out to Brooklyn to try to get him a ring. He couldn't finish the season, but, Man, your health is way more important than this basketball, man. You know, it's more to life than this. For sure. That's that's a that's a huge fact. And I mean, like you said, he he's been in it, what you said, 15 years? Yeah, 15 years. So he's like what 35? Just about yeah. <laughs> hey man, I'm hanging them sneakers up too. Yeah. Real talk. I mean, yeah. look, he's a very accomplished player. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have a, a rap sheet of uh you know accolades per se but i mean he's respected around the league if you went on twitter or whatever and you saw the reaction you saw people uh not just people rather but you saw his fellow nba colleagues you know homies bros whatever you know they showed him big love and rightfully so he's he's a man look that boy lamarcus aldridge is a problem what well, was a problem <laughs> Uh, you talking about a, a guy that could stretch the floor like no other, and that was so sound fundamentally. Like, 
he reminds us of Tim Duncan, obviously, in a couple of different ways, especially as he got older and the way he just played on that low block really well. And, you know, but um, yeah, man, prayers to L.A. You know, I'm glad that he's doing better. I know he's going to do what he has to do to make sure he's in tip top shape. It's a situation similar to Chris. Uh, I said Chris Brown. I was about to say Chris Brown. Chris Breeze. Yeah. Hey, man, every time the nightcap rolls around. I always make a mistake, but uh, Chris Bosh, man, Chris Bosh, you know, had the same health issues uh, with like his heart, right? Yeah. Well, he had a blood clot. A blood clot, man. That's so serious. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's way bigger than basketball at this yeah, point. It is way bigger than basketball, man. So, you know, shout out to him for a really, a really good career and, and one of the yeah, more toast, guys in the league. Toast to LA. Toast to Lamarcus. Yeah, there we go. Tink virtual. Virtual. That's why we use the yep. virtual. Yes, sir. All right, man. Um, well, we could we go over that. Okay, so on to NFL. Uh, the draft is literally two weeks away. So the draft is two weeks from today, fourteen days. Uh, Justin Fields had another pro day the other day, so I think that's <laughs> every 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 guy is pretty much done with the pro days, man. So teams are putting their final preparations on a big board. Uh, you know, we may see it. We already seen a trade with the 49ers, and then the Eagles and the Dolphins made a trade too. So you no, know, we'll see. We'll see what teams decide to do. But um, let's just look at a few a few teams that we follow Lo- locally. We can start the Falcons first, man. They got the number four pick in the draft, Dimitri. If you are the Falcons general manager, uh, Terry Fontenot and uh, coach Arthur Smith, what would you do at number four? Who would you? Pick? Yeah. At one point I was saying go Kyle Pitts all the way. Mm-hmm. That That's if he's the best player available, you got to take him. If, if he's not the best player available for me, it's just really hard to say draft a quarterback simply because every quarterback, in this draft, that's a lottery pick. You know, the, the top five quarterbacks, they could all start on a, on the team that they're drafted by. Like, realistically, they're talented enough. Perhaps if you healthy. look at – yeah, you know, Trey Lance is probably the only one with a, a bigger question mark. He probably need a, need a year to sit, but – Yeah, but other than that, you know, if the Falcons aren't going aren't to pick Trey Lance, I mean, if you go with Justin Fields, if you go with – and see, I'm not even a huge fan of Mac Jones. And that kid, he he's Mac gonna Jones. Mac Jones. Who? Who? <laughs> he's gonna have to really prove me wrong because I'm not high on him at all. I'm just I'm sorry. What 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 freaking Alabama quarterback really did, you know, just blow you away in the NFL? Mm, no, really. You gotta go way back, probably. Yeah, way back. None recently, <laughs> none recent memory memory. You know, exactly. Tua, Drew's still out on Tua, but um, I think Tua would be all right simply because yeah. he's as athletic as hell. Yeah, he is, and getting some more weapons, I think, would be good. But um, as far as far as the Falcons go, I think see see here's the problem with the Falcons. So when you get a quarterback, the new model in the NFL, as we all know, you got to win the Super Bowl as many as you can on the quarterback's five year deal because after that right. you got to pay him, and then you can't pay everyone else. So yeah. if you're the Falcons. You could draft a quarterback, but they committed to Matt. You know, it's, it it wouldn't make sense because for a team in Cap Hill, you will end up back in Cap Hill before you even get out. So it's like a quarterback sounds good, 
but Matt Ryan's gonna play this year. And then you could have then you have to trade him next year. But this roster is nowhere close to winning. So, you know, unless they're able to rebuild the roster, I mean, even if you trade Matt Ryan and you still you still have a cap hit, so then you would year three into a quarterback now, you got to try to build a roster in the next three seasons to, to get a to get something done if you have to re-sign a quarterback and end up back in cap hell, you know? Right. So if I'm the Falcons, I don't know if I want to do that per se. So it's tough. I mean, the best thing they could probably do is trade back and, and try to get extra picks if someone wants to trade back and get a quarterback up there before they're all gone. I mean, that's the route I would go. If I had to pick personally, I think I'll probably go with Big Panasul, the uh, tackle from oh, okay. uh, from Oregon, simply because, man, you know, you got to beef, beef up that O-line. They spent picks on McGarry and uh, Lindstrom, but they've been okay, man. But look, if, if you if you got to get Panasul, Throw him at left tackle. You move, um, you know, you can move uh, J- Jake Matthews over the right tackle, and you might be cooking with something, you know. And you and they may be able to run the ball. You know, the year they were good, and they went to the Super Bowl, they were able to run the ball. You know, when you can't run the ball, you can't control the clock, you can't, you know, pick up first downs. That's gonna that's gonna hurt you, man. So oh, yeah. I think they gotta re- they gotta beef up that O line. They gotta they gotta improve their running game. So if I'm picking that Florida Falcons, I'm picking Panasul. I don't think they need Kyle Pitts. I mean, the last thing they need is another weapon. They got Julio Jones, who's he's he's getting older, but you're already paying him a lot of money. You got Calvin really, you gotta pay him a lot of money soon. So man, I I don't think the weapons are is their problem. It's just they can't run the ball. And then of course they have a, a, a terrible defense. So I mean, there may be not a guy at, at four defensively that you want to draft. So again, trade back if you can to get some extra picks and then go, but I mean, they're in a tough, tough spot right now because they need yeah, so much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, look, they definitely do need to get that offensive line intact because, you know, it helps the passing game as well as the rushing attack as well. So, you know, you kind of kill two birds with one stone if you get a solid lineman to add to the to the rest of the piece of the puzzle. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, like I said, it just depends on, on which direction they want to go. Um, but offensive lineman definitely isn't a bad option. No, it wouldn't be. All right, Dimitri, let's talk about your Giants, man. They they made some uh, moves in free agency. They beefed up. They got Kenny G from the Lions. Kenny Galladay out there now. Um, yeah. They made another move, too. Uh, Yo, they made so many moves, I kind of lost count, man. Like, they... they uh, been busy. Yeah, Dory Jackson. Um, yeah, Dory Jackson, yeah. Kyle Rudolph. Um... Who else, man? I mean, who knows? They may try to get uh, – I don't remember which of the McCourty twins, but one of those twins from New England, they're trying to snag him up, you know, to fill up the secondary. Yeah. So, like you say, yeah, they made the most moves probably in free agency, uh, you know, so far. Yeah. They, they definitely made some really big moves. So, um, I think for them – I'm, I'm going to let you answer. What do you think your biggest need is if you're at 11? It's kind of hard to say what you would do at 11 because you don't know how the things are going to fall out. But if you had your dream scenario at 11, who would you pick? And um, realistically, you know who you think they'll pick? Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you say dream scenario. I mean, that's a, that's a hard one. But I guess it would be kind of hard not to. I like Kyle Pitts a lot. I don't know if he's like, you know, Durable. I know. I heard. I, I either heard or saw somewhere. He had a concussion where, last year, but that I mean that he was had a lot of concussions. Play. 
Well, he had one last year. That was a crazy play, though, against UGA. He got a concussion, but. Okay. Well, I heard he's he's a little – he's like – I don't know. He's injury-prone is what I heard. But um, I, I'm probably going to take him, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I just had it my way. Mm-hmm. But realistically, if all the boxes are checked off, all the background, uh, you know, uh, checks come back clean on Michael Parson, linebacker out of Penn State, I'm going with him mm-hmm. to shore up – to, you know, shore up that uh, – that second level of the defense and making sure that, um, you know, I got some young guys ready to take over in the next few years. Uh, he's a day one starter, of course. Oh, but, no, doubt. no doubt about it. Yeah, but we have Blake Martinez that's very, very solid as well. So he's probably going to hold it down for the most part, you know, on that second level. But going forward, if we draft Parsons, now we, we got some, we got some uh, things going on defensively. Man, that um, you know, but that actually be a really a really good pick for you guys, man. He is um, he's shoot. I mean, he's a freak freak athlete. You know, he's anytime you watch Penn State defense, we watch Penn State defense over the past few years. He just he popped out. Um, he's a guy that makes all types of plays. He you know he he definitely runs sideline to sideline. He can rush the passer. He, if you are the Giants, I mean that is a dream scenario, man. And they had a pretty good pretty solid defense last year. Yeah. That only shores up the defense, and that that makes you guys that much better on that side of the ball. So, and honestly, man, he should be he should be around. I mean, I'm looking at not my drafts on everything, but just looking at the team needs and the way they're they're going. It, I mean, I I've seen him going around ten or eleven. So yeah, I mean, he yeah, he could yeah. possibly be there at eleven for you guys. So, I mean, I would go for it. You can never go wrong with the offensive lineman. I mean, you could always show the offensive line. So if they want to go. If somehow Panisul drops to them at 11 or, you know, Nate uh, Rayshon Slater is there at 11 from uh, Northwestern, man, I, All right. you can't go wrong with that. Uh, you guys got enough weapons, so I wouldn't go Kyle Pitts. You got – you just signed Kenny Galladay. You know, you guys may be good in that category. You got Everett Ingram already who does have a bit of butterfingers, but um, – hey, I mean, a lot of people love hate relationship. A lot of people are uh, high on him. I mean – you know, he gives them a reason to be at, at times. You know what I'm saying? He at times looks like a legit pro bowler instead of, you know, what we saw last year, which I don't know what the hell everybody else saw because he still ended up being a pro bowler on probably his worst year of his career. Yeah, but I don't know if I count that. I mean, if a guy makes a pro bowl, but last year was so crazy, man. You, you know, Kittle didn't play and. Right. Other other good tight ends in the league didn't play, so yeah, I don't know about you know he made a Pro Bowl, but is it would it like we would he made a Pro Bowl in a regular year? I don't think so. So probably not. Yeah, um, probably not. You bring up Parsons, man. There was some red flags, man. Um, actually, the first thing that cop comes up, which is funny when I searched Michael Parsons, is Mike. Uh, the Giants made a tear from him from red flags. He uh, uh-huh. had a hazing incident. Um. I think it was a Penn State had a hazing incident on him and a few other things. He's in some uh, legal trouble. So that makes their teams away from him, you know, um, from picking them. But either way, I think it's a very good, it would be a very good pickup. And uh, no, absolutely. I think, like I said, he's just a, he's just a, a person that you plug in right away. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, you know, just take your, your defense to the next level. Mm-hmm. He, yo, 
I'm telling you, we screwed up when we passed up on Isaiah Simmons, uh, I believe, if not last year, the year before that. Last year. Out of Clemson, one of a kind. The guy was playing the damn slot cornerback position, and he's freaking like 6'4", 6'5", 230-something pounds. A unicorn. Same thing with Michael Parsons. He's not as big, but his presence is – his presence is just as big, and he could, you know, dominate uh, opposing offense. So, hey, look, I think we may go wide receiver if one of those studs are still there because they're just, I want to say, panicking on the inside with Daniel Jones and hoping that he's just a damn. You think, uh, Den- you think he's an answer, man? I don't know. I'd ask you. I need to ask a Giants fan. Is he the answer? Oh, my gosh. I wish I had the answer because <laughs> – I think he has enough to be a quarterback that can lead his team to the Super Bowl. He wouldn't be the one to win them the Super Bowl itself, but I think he has enough to, like I said, bring them, get them there. And as long as he has the supporting cast offensively and defensively, he will make he will make enough plays and do enough to get you, you know, a, a ring. Okay, but, let me ask you this. Sorry, yeah. I'm in control. Let me ask you this though. No, good. Let's say, by some, I don't think it'll happen, but let's say the Giants are on the clock at 11. Yeah. Don't know if Daniel, Daniel Jones is the answer. Justin Fields is sitting right there at 11, staring you in the face. Do you pull the trigger? Um, uh, see, I'm so optimistic with Daniel Jones like going forward because I feel like our offensive line it's probably going to be hopefully, you know, solid enough. But I'm just more so excited about the playmakers that he has around him now. So that, you know, I'm being optimistic, at least for this first year, you mm-hmm. know, with, with all these new playmakers with him. Right. If okay. Justin Fields is there next year, I would have snagged him. But not but this year. Not this year. Because he, I mean, he would he would be probably what a Jalen Hurts was last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like no point of doing that. You're hurting your team as opposed to yeah. helping helping your team get closer to like playoff, Super Bowl, things of that nature. But yeah. Justin Fields, man, I love what I see, man. I if we didn't have a court, like if Eli was still the quarterback, then I'm definitely picking Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know like he's 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 definitely got a bright future. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. You can't – no one could make a real decision on him just yet. His career has been oh. too up and down. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had the, you know, the weapons. Yeah. Um, and then his offensive line and offensive coordinator. Like, he's had, what, two coaches, two two different head coaches, two different, you know, assistant uh, – not assistant, but um, offensive coaches yeah. or coordinators. So, you know, it, it's kind of hard to make that assessment. All right. Um, so when it comes to to the Lions, man, uh, they need so much. I can't really be mad. I guess the only way I would be really mad is they went receiver, and they went Devontae Smith for Jalen Waddle. If they were able to get Jamar Chase, I would love it, but I wouldn't hate it. Um, but I wouldn't take Devontae Smith for Jalen Waddle there. You know, I think Jamar Jamar Chase is the number one receiver in this class. So if you get him, cool. Uh, I I do think they need a quarterback. I don't think Jerry Goff is the answer, but I think that they need so much that you don't want 
that, like I mentioned, the five-year clock, the five-year time period, you don't want that to start ticking while you're still trying to beat up your roster. So if I'm in the man, I, I you kind of got to go best player available. So if is there at seven, I would be fine with taking him and beefing up that O-line so you can run the ball better. If Jamar Chase is there, I would say Jamar Chase. And, uh, man, look, if, if Justin Fields or Trey Lance is staring you there at number seven, I may just be inclined to do it and uh, and, and just be ready to go, you know. And, and, you know, you may have golf for one year and then you plug and play the quarterback the next year and then, you know, you're still building that roster up. Um, obviously, everyone wants to trade back, but you need somebody to trade back with you. So if someone's willing to trade up, I would be perfectly okay with it. Um, I don't want a cornerback just because we just took one last year with the number three pick, which was a huge waste. And Jeffrey Okuda, we could have had two or Justin Herbert, but nope, they decided to take uh, Jeffrey Okuda, which is a disaster. So, man, I, you know, I hope he can turn it around there, but that kind of does that kind of is makes me a little bit hesitant on taking the quarterback this year. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's as far as the Lions, that's that's I think the strategy should go. So we'll see. Brad Holmes is director of college scouting with the Rams, and uh, I like most of his moves so far. So hopefully, he don't let us down this year. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully. One of those wide receivers are available for you because, you know, adding one of those dynamic playmakers would help golf out a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see which way you guys go with that. Yeah. So the draft again is going to be about two weeks. So we will uh, go from there. So Dimitri, uh, hopping over to college basketball, well, college sports, which I uh, should say. So. As far as all college sports, the um, NCAA approved the one-time transfer rule, which will allow guys to transfer as they already have. I mean, there's so many guys in the transfer portal, man. It's ridiculous. I mean, sheesh, it's over a thousand guys in that portal, man. There ain't enough spots yeah. for everybody in there, but everyone's in there, man. Um, so it, no matter what sport you play, if you transfer, you know, you, you have a one-time to go somewhere else and you don't have to sit out. You know, remember previously, you know, guys have to sit out if they were to transfer, but not anymore. You know, you get one time to go and play right away. So, you know, hope you know, hope the guys will begin to um, take advantage of it in the right way, man. But just like this transfer portal, man, I personally, I don't know, what, what do you think? I personally think it can be, it can get kind of sloppy, but what do you think? Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. It's like you can't really regulate transferring too much because these kids are going to do what they want to do in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, whether they want to stay at a school or not. And, mm-hmm. I mean, once you start telling, you know, college athletes they can't, you know, transfer, mm-hmm. they're going to probably just look to go straight to, you know, the G League, uh, yeah. you know, the G League and, and get it going there. So NBA, I mean, not NBA, but the NCAA is in a tight spot. Like, what do you do? Do you continue to let athletes transfer? You know, do you not? In terms of, like, football, I mean – yeah, you know, you hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see, like, the pool overflowing. But yeah. at the same time, you know, sometimes these things work out. Like for uh, JT Daniels to go to UGA and kind of reinvigorate – or not reinvigorate, but, you know, just kind of give the Bulldog fans uh, hope in terms of their passing game. Because, you know, they're probably tired as hell of seeing them run the ball 30 times a game. That's it. You know? Yeah, so to see them be able to air it out last year, that was different. And I was, you know, JT Daniels is cool because he used to play for USC, which I'm a, you know, Trojans fan. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I knew what he was capable of in terms of 
airing it out. So I'm glad, you know, UGA has a quarterback that can give them a different feel. And, uh, you know, I like the transfer portal because I'm interested to see where these kids go unless it's, you know, a guy transferring transferring from you know, one of the schools. I was right, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how it always goes. But yeah. other than that, shit, let them let them do their thing. Yeah, no, not paying them anyways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I was actually I was just thinking about that. I was gonna bring that up. This is like you got to give them some freedom, right? You know, if you're not gonna pay them, you're not gonna let them make money off their name and likeness. They have to get some benefit from it. So if, if they can transfer and not have to play right away, because a coach can say that he's staying one day. We just had a recently happen. We just had um Chris Beard, coach of Texas Tech, said he was staying at Texas Tech, and he goes to Texas like the next day. So you wow. know, like if, if coaches can up and leave and, and and do what they want, I think the players should have some freedom to be able to do what they want as well. So I, I don't I don't follow the players. You know, I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's okay if they want to go and transfer. I, I you know sometimes I think that. If it's a really bad situation, I think you should go because sometimes coaches lie and coaches don't treat right. And then sometimes another coach comes in and, they, you know, you don't fit their system, whatever they need. But I think a lot of these guys, man, they just got to tough it out a little bit, you know, like. Yeah, it may be tough your freshman year, but you can play your next year. You know, you could just be behind a bunch of seniors. You could have been upperclassmen, you know, sometimes right. that's the way it goes, you know. So if you sit for about a year and then I was after a freshman, you ready to you get your turn. Go ahead. But I right. think a lot of guys are, are just like, you know what? I ain't playing. I'm just going to go. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, sometimes you just got to sit for a little bit, you know, you got to take, you know, it just, it happens. Like it's the way it was, it was always a bit college basketball. You really, I mean, you started to get one and done, but on, on veteran teams, you know, you have the seniors and then the freshmen would come in, they were, you know, red shirt or take their time. Now I feel like if you can't even register the guy because he's going to leave. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so the red shirt is, is going to go out the window at this point. I mean, unless you're a guy that just got to walk on or barely got a scholarship, yeah. But, you know, the red shirt, you can forget about that at this point. You yeah. gonna, you have to start playing. Even, even if a guy's not ready, you're going to have to play him because they're going to leave. So if you want a guy to develop him, you won't have a chance to because he's going to leave. So, you know, I do think it's, you know, a good, good and bad side to it. Um, but like I said, they're not going to play the guys. I think they should they should be able to get the one-time transfer. They should be able to get something that they want. Yeah, absolutely. Either that or pay them. Yeah, yeah. Either that or pay them. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So I say, yeah, like you said, leave it alone. Let them transfer. Obviously, you don't want a guy transferring three, four times. But right. more than likely, they only transfer one time anyway. So, you know, you might as well just – unless you're Gilbert uh, – what was his name? Uh, it's not Tariq Gilbert, the tight end that was. Oh, Eric. Uh, Eric. Eric. Yeah, yeah, Eric Gilbert. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's all over the place. Is he? Does he even know where the hell he's going now? Um, I can look it up, man. We just had it at Georgia State. If you look at it, um, JoJo Toppin, who transferred from Georgia to Georgia State, now he transferred oh, yeah. again. Ryan Boyce, who transferred from Memphis, had to sit out a year. Transfer. He just tra he went to Memphis. Transferred Georgia State. Set out all of the previous season and played this season. And actually, was able came on late. He decided to transfer too. So this is gonna be third in his new school. You know, um, so it, it's tough, man. You know, you coaches ain't gonna want to see that you guys transferring two, three times. You know, like yeah. sometimes, man, like it ain't really as bad as you think it is. And I'm not saying I don't know. I'm not speaking to their specific situations, but sometimes, man, like. 
it it's not really as bad as it seems. It seems bad, but you, you stick it out, you know, it, it it may get better for you. So um just think guys should need to kind of just cool it a little bit. But you know what, man? It's you know, it's their lives, they need to live it the best, do what's best for their family. So um that's the thing to Absolutely. do. That's the thing to do. Uh, speaking of, you mentioned a second ago getting played. So UCF, they did something interesting. They had the spring game last week. But instead of putting the players' names on the jerseys, their last names, they put the social media handles. <laughs> so uh, do you think they're a little bit ahead of the wave here when it comes to that? And uh, when, when players are able to make money on their name and, li- name and likeness, if you, if you score a touchdown and you know, they show the back of your jersey, you see a Twitter handle or a face, Instagram handle, that's going to increase your followers and they may help you get more money um, or even anything, really endorsements, money, whatever, however this is going to work. So do you think they're a little bit ahead of the curve here? Um, Not necessarily. I mean, I guess in terms of thinking of a, of a different way to be creative, sure. But in terms of like teams and, and, and organizations wanting to jump on that, you know, uh, trend or, or, you know, make it a trend. I don't necessarily think so. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it either, simply because it's like, I don't know. I like I like to represent my last name, you know? Like, I want my last name on my jersey. If I can't have my last name, then okay, a social media handle is cool because, like you said, more followers. Who knows, more money. But I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know. I like, I'd like to not see the at names because some people got crazy corny at names. Obviously they're probably going to have some uh, restrictions and, and rules you got to follow. And if you know, and that's another thing. So are you going to tell these athletes, Hey, you got to change your Twitter handle or your, or your Instagram handle because we can't have that on the back of your Jersey. So yeah, just to prevent that issue from arising, you might as well just keep it with the last names. Cause I could see that happen. No, you're right. I definitely could see that happening too, where where a team or where a guy um has a bad handle when they make them uh change it. But I mean, if you have a a, a decent handle, you know, whatever. I, I don't think they would be too too I mean, if you got like I don't know, big Wang Ted or something like that, like they don't make you change that. But right. like, you know, I think they have lots of creativity. I think it's cool, man. I think it, it it's 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 getting with the times, man. Like it ain't everything's always evolving. Everything's always changing. It's just a new era. Like social media is, is, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's the number one thing in the world right now. Like everyone's on, not everyone, but majority of people are on social media, especially these guys. They're always on Twitter. They're always on Instagram. And so if it's a way for them to make money, man, it, honestly, like we're all our, like me and you, we're a brand, like everyone's their own brand. Right. And so your last name, like you said, senior last name is a part of that, but your Twitter handle, that's also a part of your brand too. So I don't think that it, I wouldn't have a problem with seeing it. It'll be a little bit weird at first, but I wouldn't have a problem with seeing the guy's at name on there simply because it's just, they're representing their brand. They represent themselves. And while it's not their last name, like, it's not like, you know, you wouldn't see chin, you would see at seven, one, eight chin, or you see right. at, at, you know, real game or, or RG with CC, like you would see that on the back, but that's a part of you. That's a part of who you are. So it's not your last name, but you're still representing in, in, in some aspect because that that at name is a part of you yeah no you definitely you know that's a great point and i mean shoot who knows these kids these days they might 
you know, prefer to go with that as opposed to their last name. A lot of people don't like their name, yeah. you know, uh, for whatever reason. So, yeah, you got a point. Maybe it's something that could be optional, maybe. Yeah, it could be optional if you want to. Wear. Yeah, you know, I don't think everyone has to do it, you know, but then, social media. but then I guess it comes a point where what if the ref or somebody needs to eject your ass and say, <laughs> yeah, we uh, ejecting uh, at, you know, whatever the hell. I mean, might be. I think when it comes to ejections, I think they use the numbers anyway, so I don't think that'd be a problem. But that, that is true. Though. That is true. That, that is pretty true. funny. Um, <laughs> but you would well, come to that, man. Like my, my Twitter handle is crit. And so everyone just calls me that now based off, you know, the Twitter handle. So a lot of people you see that you may not interact with them every day in person, but you, you may interact with them more on social media and now you see them. And so now All you right. know them as that, you know, and like we go play, everybody calls, you, you know, chin, but that's how we are, are portray ourselves on the show and also on social media. So like people recognize that. And I think that's, that's also cool too, because then like, people have started to recognize you on social media, you know? So if you got a funny social media name, they recognize you as that too. Not only your real name, but that name as well. So I'm down with it, man. I think that was actually a really good good idea. And I think teams, man, should should really get on board with this because it seems like that, um, you know, with name and likeness rules coming and different states having different rules, man, I think that this, this is going to be a way that guys can make some money. Yeah, definitely. It's something to keep your eye on for sure. Uh, UCF, they, they're just a program that's just kind of, they're in their own lane, man. I'm yeah, telling they you, are. just from, they are. <laughs> they are hilarious, man. Just from everything, like, terms of national championships and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it's, it's wild over there. So I'm not surprised that they're the team to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how, you know, it plays out for them if it, if it works, if their players, you know, buy into it or, you know, just how that whole process takes place. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, it's very true. <laughs> all right, man, that's on uh, sports that you got. Have we, um, yeah, man, um, you know what I'm saying? Just shout out to, shout out to the Knicks before we, we. The Knickerbockers. I posted something on Twitter and Instagram of me looking very comfortable sleeping in my cabana in Cabo. In Cabo. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, nah, I say, look, man, this is how I sleep at night, man, when the Knicks win, yo. And it's a fact. Like, I have my arm tucked under my, 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 my neck, my other arm supporting here. That's just how it, it is. It's, like a real, it's a real good sleep when the it's Knicks like real good. Man, what? So, I just want to say shout out to the Knicks. You guys are making me happy. Keep keep making me smile. <laughs> right. But yeah, nah, that's that's all I have for sports, man. Um, you know, I think uh I think the biggest thing for me was it kind of made me just sad about the Lamarcus Aldridge situation. But uh yeah, but everything else, you know what I mean? I'm glad we was able to touch base on it for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, man. So um <laughs> This first topic is kind of, uh, when I saw this, I was like, what in the hell? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Usher, Usher Raymond, the uh, <laughs> artist, performer, singer, whatever you want to label him as, uh, was, a report came out that he was, uh, throwing some Usher bucks at the club. So, uh, it was a hundred dollar bill with his face on it. But as it, I mean, it comes out now that he, he didn't throw Usher bucks. That was a promotion. But, uh, <laughs> 
Could you imagine, man, like being a dancer at a club? You dance all night for Usher, and all you see is like a damn bill with his face on it, and you pick it up, and that's all you get for the night. Yeah, you gonna she gonna go cry with them same bills. <laughs> she gonna cry. Tears away. Oh my gosh, man, yo, what? That's yo, that's you. You, if he wasn't who he was, he, his ass needed to go to jail for that. If he was really paying them shorties with with uh, Usher bucks. Like, come on, man. But you know what? That would be so hard body, though, if he did have, you know, like Usher books that would work for, like, you know what I mean? Like money for real or something. Yeah, they actually crazy. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that would be wild, bro. Wild. Um, no, like his own form of currency. That would be crazy. But no. So uh, he, he actually did. Th- he actually did a pay to spend some bread. real money. Yeah, he, he spent actually spent some real, some real bread. money. Yeah. Oh, but, uh. Just, just seeing it at first, man, like that. He just threw <laughs> Usher bucks and like you pick hey, up that damn Usher on the, at the club. Like, come on that, now. That'd be a lesson to all y'all damn strippers out there. Go get a real job. Get a real Let me job. stop. Let me stop before. Hey, man, you know what, though? They, they go go <laughs> your head, but that's a real job, man. We saw a few it years is. ago a girl uh, graduated from Georgia State and paid all her paid off her schooling and being a stripper. Must be nice. And that's the most limb thing I heard of that. that I most ratchet. That. And that was crazy. but you know what man and it was wild as man like <laughs> it's been several occasions where like strippers have came through my job and they've tried to pay or like try to exchange their money oh wow and like the money smells like you man you know they just left the club man like Ooh. you could just smell the weed you could you could just smell the club Ooh. on the money man i'm like yeah i gotta touch this bro who knows who this money was at Ugh. Yeah, you can smell the whole trap in, on that <laughs> on that on that dollar bill. Look, that's going <laughs> everything. Like you know, man, look, look. that dollar bill might have been on might have been on the bluff. <laughs> everything probably was. And then like you see them coming through every now and again. Like they have a ninety dollar order, seventy dollar order, eighty dollar order, paying it all once. What, bro? Really? All ones. Um, bro, I will never hide it. Like, damn, bro. where's the courtesy? Like, not even Pull courtesy, because, but it's just like, damn, like, really? Pull them out the purse, bro. Pull them out the purse. Boop. All right, here you go. They go count them out. I mean, one time, bro. Was one time, I was I was bagging for some. I was bagging for one of the cashiers, and uh, she's a nice lady. But I was like, <laughs> all right, really? I was just like, I was just like, oh my gosh, you serious? So. The lady came with like she paid in like seventy eight thousand ones, and she wow. was like, um, "Yeah, can, can you count this for me? My hand stiff." I was like, "Oh, I gotta count it because you can't count it, really. You don't want to count the one, so I gotta count." Bro, I'm I tell you, I don't know all these ones, but this lady, I'm like, "Look, here go forty, he go thirty, he go here, here they go, man. She got them all. It's all the ones." But I was just like, "Oh, I'm looking at her like, so you didn't have no other money but these goddamn ones." Right. And I'm looking at the cashier like, bro, your hand's stiff, really. And now all of a sudden, your hand's stiff. You can't get the damn one. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you got motherfucking arthritis. <laughs> nigga hand don't work no more because they got to like, count the damn one. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like, come on, man. Stop playing. Just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but now, nah, that is crazy, though, that, uh, <clears throat> you know, you have your fair share of um, dancers roll through there trying to cash out. And Whole Foods, like the irony of that. Cashing like, out. <laughs> like you get straight, you coming straight from the strip club to go into to, to Whole Foods, the most classiest grocery store of them all. 
I'm sorry, my bad. Not Whole Foods, but Publix, my bad. Yeah. But even still, yeah. You going, you know what I'm saying? The Publix, it's the same Walmart. It is not the same Walmart. It's definitely Walmart. <laughs> I mean, and God, I can see you pay twenty dollars in ones. Right. Eighty, seventy, eighty dollars in ones. Like, damn, bro. Can, can you can you get some twenties or something, man? Right, right, right. right. Damn. Right, that is hilarious, man. That's hilarious. But yeah, but shout out to Usher, man. Yeah, shout out to Usher Rainbow. <laughs> The Usher bucks. So, uh, from um, one bag to another, or not <laughs> bag. So, uh, DJ Mustard, you know, he's a producer, a really famous producer, popular guy. Um, he had a personal shopper. Mm. So, I guess she kind of posed, I guess they gave her a different title, but uh, she poses as personal as his uh, stylist, but he's really just a personal shopper. Yeah, Charlie was making about six bands a month to be him, I think, him and one other person to be their personal shopper. And she messed it up, bro. This what girl was out here buying Louis bags and spending oh. all, all of this man's money on stuff. You oh. making six bands a a month to be a personal shopper? You know how many people would, would die down that job? And you mess you you doing that? Yo, she's a personal dummy <laughs> and and a personal thief at the same damn time. At like, the same damn time. Like yo. I'm, I, I, yo, you can't make this stuff up, man. You really can't. You know what I'm saying? We gotta do better, man. We as, do as, do better. as black people, like you got, you got a, a, a man trying to put you on, put you in position. He don't, he does not have to do this. No, and you're gonna, you're gonna steal from, the, not even steal. You're gonna rob. That's robbery. Good robbery. You are gonna rob the guy. Mm-hmm. Thinking this guy is not gonna check his bank account. Maybe, maybe you know he got a few different accounts. I'm sure he does, and he probably got you know probably like a million each account. Mm-hmm. So you're probably thinking, okay, he ain't gonna realize. But at the end of the day, a real a real street dude gonna 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 know. Yeah. Like my money is not adding up, or you know what I'm saying, something's missing here, whatever the case is. But damn, like yo, yeah, you. you is she gonna go to jail? Is he pressing charges or he just wanted to embarrass her and, and um, kill her over? I, I don't think he's gonna uh, press charges. Man, she stole from the right one. She did steal from the right one. Let me see. Let me see her. Uh... <clears throat> she stole from the right person. Hey, I need out of the two, and she's like, she texts him, um, you know, can we have a call? Like, he's like, a call for what? There's no call. We she don't need a call. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to call. You're done. You're fired. You're done. Yeah, done. Only call, only got only call that needs to be made at this point is 911 call. You know, <laughs> if we being honest, yeah, that's the only call we need to be on together. Like, I'm calling the cops, and you about to let them know what the fuck you did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she turned away 50 bands to his credit card, bro. Over 50 bands, yo. Why is she so stupid? Why she didn't just buy one item at a time? I'm not encouraging y'all to right, go yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but I'm man, like, you getting, you getting, you getting six bands to be a personal shopper. All you gotta do is shop. And you get six bands a month. Six, man. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know those type of jobs exist. Bro, she ran a 15K in a Louis V store, bro. Like, come on now. Tripping. She, come on now. She's yeah. getting 72,000 a year. Ain't gotta pay no, you probably ain't gotta pay no taxes or nothing. Yeah. 
to be a personal shopper and you and it's like on top of that you plugged in so i mean like you know a, a, a top like one of the famous producers in the world so you can pretty much get any, any avenue you need or want right and you messed it up because you want to go to louis v and shop on this man's account yeah that's that's amazing idiot you know i have people were so so damn stupid man but you know what you're, you're proof wrong every day people every day stupid. that's the thing I can see if it was like every other day, you know, every few days, every day. Every day. Is somebody making a, a, a more reckless move than the other person was the day before? It's amazing, man. It really is. Don't stop. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the hell is going to happen next. I hope you don't press charges. Shit. Man. I, but that's the thing. It's like, why not press charges if it's, if you know it was that big of a deal for you to go on social media? It was yeah. it was enough. It was enough money for you to go on social media, let everybody know, like you know, she stole from me. So it has to be enough for you to, you know, what I'm saying. But then you then again, you know, they probably living by the street code of you know, you know, yeah. this. But but it's like you snitched on her anyways. Yeah. <laughs> You, you did that. You did it. You did out her. Yeah, you're right. You did out yeah. her. So, you, you told on her, and you know, publicly. So yeah. you might as well have called the cops and snitched on her that way too. Right. Guys, right. yeah. You're right. You're right. So you know, I don't. I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. But uh, do better, people. Gosh. Do better. Yes. Wave a lot better. Do better, please. For real. Do better. All right. Um. Lastly, man, uh, so I showed you, I showed you this earlier, but you watched it before the show. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, so Jocelyn Hernandez, uh, <laughs> as a lot of people know her from Love and Hip Hop or Stevie J's, whatever they have going on. Um, she's, I, I guess she's having a new show, which is news to me. That was the first time I heard of that, but anyway. Right. You got some girls on the show um, to whatever, but anyway. Uh, she said, you know, you can use this as an opportunity to, um, you know, to better yourself, to get out of the, as a lot of people, she was trying to find the right word. So a lot of people said <laughs> out of, out of the gutter. Um, and so she, uh, a girl brought up and decided to, I mean, she completely <laughs> overshare because nobody asked this at all. Nobody <laughs> told her to bring this up. So, uh, she decided to tell everyone that she just had, she aborted twins, which is, I mean that is wild. I mean that is that is crazy. I mean, jeez. Yo, just openly share that. That is something. But anyway, bonkers. Uh, she's sharing the story. You know, the dude didn't want much to do with her. Blah blah blah. And I mean, out of the blue, some girl was like, "Damn, double homicide." <laughs> Yo, I don't not be to laugh, man, because it's a serious. Like, you know, why the why the hell would she say double? Homicide. Duh, yo, like what? <laughs> oh man. That's, yo. that's that's like the ultimate when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. Like, yes, that is when keeping it real goes wrong. And then the reaction of Shorty, who you know, says she had the abortions. Man, when old girl said double homicide, she 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 said, bitch, she 
Yo, she was like, I can't believe you just said that. Ooh, Meanwhile, everybody's like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> right? Like, I believe you just said you had an aborted twins, yo. That is wild. Like, wild I don't think I've ever heard that. That's actually the first time I ever heard of somebody doing that. And like, you know what, man? You got to do what you got to do for you and your family, whatever's <sighs> best. But Gosh. Uh, you didn't have to come out and share that. Like, you didn't have to, we, we didn't ask. We didn't ask. You didn't have to come out and share that. So uh, th- th- uh, that was a bit much. And the double homicide. I mean, but th- that brings me to this point, man. Because clearly she was thinking this and didn't mean to say it. It, it just came out. So has there ever been a time yeah. where you were thinking something and you didn't mean to say it, but you ended up saying it? Um. Yes, actually. Well, I'll say this. It's funny because <laughs> it's kind of similar to this, but not as bad. But long story short, one of my homies, right, mm-hmm. he had a new shorty that he was dealing with. She was in town. Mm-hmm. We was actually helping my guy move. Like, he was mm-hmm. moving from one, lo- one location to the next. So, you know, his mom is actually giving us a hand. And, mm-hmm. you know, so prior to us linking up with his mom, he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to surprise my mom with my new shorty. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to have my new shorty pull up and I'm going to introduce her to my mom. So it's going to be a big surprise. So mm-hmm. I'm like, All right, bet, bet, bet. you know, so of course, you know, it's a secret. So we're trying to hold it down, man. So we get to his, you know, his mom's crib or whatever. And we're talking, talking. And she's like, yeah, um, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, such and such. I ain't going to say his name, but hopefully such and such you know, uh, could get a girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you ain't know, like, his his girl is, uh, <laughs> man, oh, my God. I couldn't believe I fucking did that. I was like, damn. And and, and everybody in there, all every because he told, like, me and a couple of, you know, homies that was helping him move. And they all made me feel like crap, man. They was like, no. oh, dang, dog. Like, yeah, it was like that. Ooh, so wee. that was something that I was thinking in my head, like, oh, shit. Like, he already got a girl. What, she don't know? Yeah. And I ended up saying it out loud, boy. Damn. Luckily, my guy, he wasn't mad at me or nothing like that. Yeah. He was just, you know, like, in the moment, he was looking, he had me, he, he looked at me with the, yeah, I could motherfucking kill you right now. <laughs> Luckily, I'm yeah. still alive today. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a moment. You know what I mean? That's a moment. What about you? You got a moment? Um, it's one that comes to the top of my head. That's pretty embarrassing. It was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> I guess I can laugh about it now. So long ago, but uh, I don't. Know, maybe somebody will dig it up and it'll, it'll ruin me. But I was <laughs> I was so I was in high school. I was like I was a freshman in high school. And I, I was broadcasting the game, and uh, it like the game was so crazy, like it was a lot. The game was wild, and like it was actually ended up being a really good game. Yeah, it was so crazy, and so something happened on the court with the players, and I heard it, and somebody told me about it, t- told me about it, because I was like, the way the gym was set, we were up top, so we couldn't hear like on the floor, but I guess the guys are on the floor had heard what happened, or whatever, and like. It was crazy. Like they, like the guys were like the team was getting to the student section. Like it was just a lot going on. So wow. I would just say I, I repeated in my head. I knew what I sh- what should have said. I didn't <laughs> realize what I was saying. So I repeated a racial slur, 
on the air unintentionally. Oh, so it was man. like, I didn't, so the dude was called the N-word, but apparently he was called the N-word with the hard R. So wow. I ended up repeating that, trying to like, basically I, I was trying to regurgitate the story, but in the time I wasn't realizing what I was saying. So I ended up saying <laughs> that instead of just abbreviating. Oh man. So it was pretty <laughs> bad, man. That was, that was a pretty bad moment I had. Um, yeah. Thankfully, yeah, I didn't in my career, obviously. But, All right. All right. Uh, whew, yeah, that, that's one time that come to mind. That was, I guess, I can you know laugh about it now. It was what that was. Damn. I was. Yeah, that was, that was literally ten years ago. I was fourteen then. So yeah. Wow! Whew, wow! Yeah. Wow! Damn, man, that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, that's how it is, man. It's like, you know, <laughs> that's similar to like the uh, Booker T. <laughs> Oh, I love that moment, dog. Oh, man, that's like top five, bro. You play that, man, you're going to get a good reaction out of me. That's that, yo. It, oh, my God. It was just so funny. Like, after he said it, like, the, 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 the like, he knew he fucked up. He was like, damn it, man. You know when you know you jacked up and you just can't help it? Like, it ain't nothing you can do to chase it. <laughs> he knew it. He do it. He was like, damn, that was part of the script. <laughs> hey, this McMahon was about to hit his ass with that. You're fired immediately, bro. <laughs> what did he say, bro? What did he say? What did he say? He said, nigga, look, give yourself some, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and then put his face in his hand. <laughs> and you <laughs> Hey, you knew he got Yo, yo, that's like I said, top five. I don't care what year we in, top five, <laughs> dead or alive, bro. I don't that dog. That We can feel him, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> He made it clear who he was coming from. You, <laughs> yo, yeah, they, hey man, it was about to come for him because he said that. They like, oh no, nah, we about to come for you, bro, because you just dog. He knew it, dude. That's the funny part about it. As soon as he said it, he was like, <laughs> yeah, he he hit you with the like it burned. It... <laughs> Immediately after he said it, it's so funny because literally, bro, like after the A sound of the word that he said, immediately put his hands in his face, like, oh my god, I can't believe I said that. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick, bro. Man, that's that's the greatest clip. I know everybody listening, y'all gotta know what we're talking about. You don't know, bro. You please know. Do yourself a favor. You could be a white man, a black man, a white, you know, girl, black girl. This is humor. You know what I'm saying? We just hey. laughing about it. Like, go go watch it. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. When I searched the Burger T, the first thing that Probably came the first thing. <laughs> it's the first thing. The first thing that came up was that scene, but they, they put the crying Jordan meme on it. They're like, at this moment, he knew he messed up. <laughs> Yo, him saying that is like having a criminal record. It's going to follow him forever. 
forever, man. That that's what him to the grave, bro. Yo, that man, (laughs) he wasn't even in character like that. That's out of character, bro. That was out of character. That was not in the script, sir. Like that was not in the script. I can't believe he said that, man. I I wish I could interview him and be like, yo, book, like, what triggered you to say that? Bro, I found you want to hear it. You got it? You got to play it. You got to play it for the people. Let me hear that. Let me hear that one more time. Oh, (laughs) yo, Yo. I can't, yo, that's amazing to me, man. Oh, no, it's like he, (laughs) he was so amped. He couldn't help it. He couldn't help it. He couldn't help himself, man. He couldn't, man. Yeah, you got me the laugh of the night, bro. That was, that was that was hilarious. No matter what, no matter what, you hear that, man, you're going to start laughing, brother. Yo, that's the ultimate what, what you were thinking but shouldn't have said. Yeah, it loud. is. The ultimate what you were thinking but do not say. I'll man. Because you do not. Man. Un- that thing is undefeated, bro. It's, it's going to follow. I wonder if you did interview him, what would he say about that? Yeah, he's probably just gonna be like, yeah, you know, it just slipped out and da da da. da. I'm like, nah, bro. What what really happened? Like, cause yeah, that had to be in the script. I'm thinking to myself, like, maybe that was in the script the way he it's said so? it. Nah, not even. No, but because he was so into it, he was like, we let's lose it. We want the gold. That's what I'm talking. We want the gold. We coming for you. Like what? We coming for you, bro. He had to let him know, hey man, we coming for you, my partner. We, so, wow, that that's hilarious though. But yeah, that's that is the ultimate joke of the day. Um, it don't matter. Like I said, what year you in? What year we're we're in? It could be twenty thirty one. I still gonna like, be funny. Still gonna be funny and undefeated, man. So, oh man, that's that's great stuff right there. It's great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's all I got. If I if you if you gotta think of something good. Yeah, man. Another nightcap, another good time. Hopefully Night everybody busy. Yeah, hopefully everybody was able to, you know, get their look at you should see my eyes right now. My my the nightcap got me mixed. Yo, I'm getting my ass kicked from from a long day <laughs> and this stiff ass uh nightcap. Right now, Man. I'm like, yo, the nightcaps is is where it's at. And That's watch, y'all, we, we we definitely coming to you. I'm telling you, crit, let them know, man. We just spoke with the with the people, and yes, we we, got, we we about to switch gears on them, man. Yes, sir. Should we tell them what you think we should wait? Nah, we gonna wait. They gonna see what's up. Okay, we got we got something in store though. Y'all gonna like this. We, we got, got something, something in store. store. Y'all going to like it, man. You know, we always trying to get better. That was mm-hmm. our thing from the yeah. beginning. We're trying to get better. Yeah. We're still going to have, I know we haven't had any, you know, uh, interviews yet. People coming yeah. on to the show yet. It's I'm coming. Don't you, worry. It's coming. Don't worry, man. We're trying to get this thing together. We're trying to get, we not trying. We are getting this we thing are. together. Yes, sir. It's, you know, it takes time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we got things in our personal lives that we deal with every day. Um, but, you know, we, we're making strides. Like I said, me and Crit had a, a good uh, meeting with, with uh, you know, someone that's going to definitely play a part. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're looking forward to it, man. So, y'all yeah. keep it locked in with us, for real. Keep it locked, man. You will, I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed with what's coming, man. Like, if only y'all knew, but you will know soon. Soon enough. Only you do, man. Uh, soon you know it. It's, it's soon come, man. It's crazy, you know, guys. Like, I guess we we'll share this a little bit. Some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not know. Like, me and Dimitri went to school together at Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Actually, we started at Georgia Perimeter when it was before we came yeah. to Georgia State. So yeah, real time, off. Yeah. This is like 2015, man. Now we're 26, 2021. You know, so yeah, we've been at this for a minute, man. You know, we we've been. I mean, we went to the Perimeter together from Doctor Ozzy's class together, right at the Signal. You know, we did. We just do video, post-game videos at the Signal. We used to do, uh, we actually did at where I used to live at, Westmar. We used to do videos there. Like, man, like, we, <laughs> we've been working at this for a long time, man. So, you know, it's, it's a true testament, guys. Like, um, like don't give up, man. Don't don't give up on your dreams, man. Like, stay persistent and, and stay consistent at it and just keep working, man. No matter when it seems tough, no matter when it seems bleak, man. Like, we were just talking earlier just about how, you know, we had some experiences at the newspaper, man. Like, it was just it was literally just me and Dimitri at the start oh, in the sports picture, just writing. Like it just had to stick through it. You're like, man, this is tough, but you know what, man? We stuck it out and, and it made it made us better to prove that we can do it, to prove that go to somebody and like, you know, when what's the time that you really struggle to have to do it? Man, look, because me and my guy Dimitri, it was just us two. We was writing 25, you know, two one thousand word stories, two um oh, five hundred in, in one week. And like, I don't think I know how hard it is. Like, you gotta schedule three, you gotta do three mm. different stories. You got to schedule interviews, three different stories on top of working mm. and on top of going to school and doing your schoolwork. Like, man, this way, this ain't no joke, man. Like, I'm telling you. So I say all that to say, like, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to get hard. But at the end of the day, man, you got to just stick it out. You know, it, in that moment, it's going to seem tough. In that moment, it's going to seem hard. But what's on the other side is is much greater. and it, it's, it's better. Um. And like you see us here, man. Like we started at Georgia Perimeter. I started in 2015. Um, we met, I think, 20 maybe a year late, 2016. Uh, we were Dr. Isaac's class together, and we found out we were both writing for the Signal, man. We from there, it's it's literally only been up from there. You know, we've taken it from Facts. right in there to to our then our post game recaps. We 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 did uh, Georgia. We covered Georgia State's very first bowl uh, victory yeah. in the short you know ten year. Uh, our program's only been around 10, 11 years now. We covered the first we the first bowl win, the second bowl appearance, man. Like we've we've done a lot. So um never give up, man. When you got a dream, when you got something you want, fight for it and stick stick for it, man. So um that's what I gotta say. I'm sorry I took uh brother Chin's uh nah, message. That, but, uh, hey, look, that was that's the word, that's the message and the word of the day right there for y'all, man. Cause I ain't have nothing for y'all, but Drink responsibly is uh <laughs> is nightcap. So he's gonna ask me, which which what's the word of the day, brother Chen? Drink responsibly. But he came through with a clutch, you know what I'm saying? Uh a real word and a real message for y'all. So take that, man. Take what he said and, and definitely pursue it. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well. That's all. Y'all take care of each other. Stay safe. Until next time. Yes, sir.